This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. The Democrats have a very interesting new marketing pitch. If you don't like us, go to hell or Florida or either one. What's up? This is Mark K. Saves the Republic. Thanks so much for joining me. <laughs> you know? This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. There's a, uh, there's a lot going on right now as we ramp up. We're like less than 70 days from election day. And the Democrats have done something very interesting. They've They've changed their marketing. They've changed their messaging. Their new messaging is not, hey, we're the Democrat Party. Here's why you should join us. Or, hey, we're the Democrat Party. Here's why you should support us. Here's what our ideals are and our beliefs. And here's why we think, um, here's where we think America needs work. And here's what we think we can all do together to make America a fantastic place to live. They're, no, they're not doing that. Their new marketing strategy is, if you don't like us, we don't want you anyway. So suck it. <laughs> suck it, America. We've seen multiple instances of this in the last week. First, of course, uh, was here in Florida when Charlie Crist, who's running for governor against um, Ron DeSantis, and by running, I mean, I mean he's crawling, very he's crawling and toppling over every couple of feet like literally a newborn baby would uh, would do. Uh, but anyway, he's running against Ron DeSantis, and he literally said on the first day of his campaign, "If you've supported Ron DeSantis, if you support the governor, then keep supporting him. I don't want." your vote. Uh, it's an interesting, it's an interesting tact to take, not something that anybody, you know, sane or, or who would actually want to win an election would do, but he's, what he was trying to do was just trying to say, Hey, this is more than just an election. This is more than just me getting your votes. This is a fight for the soul of Florida. So if you think Ron DeSantis is anything less than an evil demonic creature, who's trying to divide this state in half, then I don't want your vote. The problem Charlie Chris is going to run into is that most Floridians love Ron DeSantis and they love what Florida's become and they love the freedom here and they love the economic opportunity here. And that's why people are flocking here. I mean, they're moving in droves. They're they're not only moving, but they're they're leaving their politics behind. They're becoming Republicans, not just Floridians, but they're becoming Ron DeSantis Floridian Republicans or Florida Republicans, which is fantastic. And Charlie Chris, for some reason, is trying to tell all those new people moving to Florida, joining the Republican Party, you know, and embracing freedom that you're disgusting. You're just what's wrong with you, you freedom loving piece of puke. Gross. You make me want to vomit. Don't come anywhere near me. I want nothing to do with you. You're just a scumbag. So Charlie Chris is going to be standing alone on Election Day, surrounded by uh Surrounded by, you know, a bunch of people whose vote he wanted, who've never voted for a Republican or voted for Ron DeSantis. Again, it's tricky because when you look at how elections work, they work, you know, you win by getting the most votes. 
You actually win. You actually do want the votes of your opponent. You want to go to your opponent's voters. The people that are voting for you already, they go vote for you. There's some hardcore leftist, socialist, Antifa whack jobs who like baby killing, border opening, don't care about, think America's evil. They look at the American flag and they get triggered. They have 92 different pronouns and they can't define the word woman. Those people are out there. They're here in Florida. They're going to vote for Charlie Chris no matter what. They, they would vote for anybody who wasn't Ron DeSantis, anybody who didn't have a big R next to their name on the ballot. He's got them locked up. What a candidate is supposed to do is go out and find the people that supported Ron DeSantis or supported their opponent beforehand and then try to convince them, hey, you know what? That guy's not good for this state. That guy's not good for you and your family. You may not know it, but what that guy's doing is detrimental to your future and your finances and your stability. You may not know this, but that guy is hurting you. And my agenda, my policies are actually going to help. Here's how. And you try to convince more of those people that voted for your opponent to abandon him. Because if you can get a, uh, somebody who voted for your opponent to vote for you, not only have you garnered a vote for yourself, but you've taken a vote away from them. It's actually two votes that you've got. It's really, it's really how, you know, elections are are won and also lost. Uh, the second thing is Kathy Hochul in New York, who along the same lines, and she's running against uh, Lee Zeldin, and she went up on stage and said to everybody, look, if you like Lee Zeldin, if you like Donald Trump, if you're a Republican, you're not a New Yorker and we don't want you here. Pack up your crap, get in a bus and head on down to Florida where you belong. Because for whatever reason, Kathy Hochul believes that New Yorkers are uh, are all just blue state um, fanatics. And anybody who's pro-life, anybody who's pro-gun, anybody who's pro-liberty and freedom, anybody who doesn't believe in lockdowns, anybody who doesn't believe Dr. Fauci, at, you know, just take his word blindly and do whatever he says. All of those folks, they're just, just get the hell out of Dodge because we don't want, you're not a New Yorker, as if she's the kind of person who, uh, who can define what New Yorkers. This is a crazy marketing strategy. This is a very bizarre strategy to ostracize the entire other party and try to win, I guess, by the narrowest margin you can. I mean, what she's trying to do in New York is predominantly a liberal state. Well, okay, that's not true. New York City is a very liberal city. New York State has a large conservative uh, contingent. They just, you know, they just can't compete with New York City. So what she's trying to do is she's trying to just, just manage the liberal crazies in New York, get enough of them to continue to vote for her. And she's telling all of the, the conservative independents and the people that lean right, but aren't really sure about Lee Zeldin. She's trying to tell all those people, you know what? If you side with them, you're not a New Yorker. If you side with them, we don't even want you. There, it's a it's a campaign not of ideas. It's a campaign not of agendas. It's a campaign not of moral values or or a vision for the future. It's a campaign of trying to belittle and besmirch the other side and convince people that if you vote with them, then you're out. You're on the outskirts. You're. It's a it's a uh, campaign of um, exclusion is what they're trying to do, and it's a really weird system. It didn't work for Hillary Clinton in 2016. I don't know why it's going to work for them, but I do know why they're trying it. Joe Biden himself is also doing it. Joe Biden ripped a page right out of Hillary Clinton's basket full of deplorables book and told everybody the other day when he was in Maryland at a campaign event, he said, he said, these ultra mega conservatives, you know, these Donald Trump conservatives, they're all semi-fascists. 
the whole Republican Party, semi-fascists. And that is, again, him trying to take what he's what they're trying to do is because, again, they have no ideas. They have no solid items that they can run on. Their agenda has not only faltered, but failed. Build Back Better sucks. You know, the people in Ukraine are dying because Vladimir because Vladimir Putin invaded because Joe Biden has no backbone and no foreign policy. Oil prices through the roof, inflation through the roof. Home prices are through the roof. Joe Biden has destroyed the United States of America and your ability to function financially here in this country, at least for the last couple of years. And he has no he has nothing left. His tank is empty. Um, so he's he, the only thing he can run on now is those people are bad. And if you go in with them, we're not going to like you anymore. <laughs> he's going to be like you, you don't, you can either be with us or you can be with these bad people, the semi-fascists. And if you're with them, we don't even want your vote. We don't want you anywhere near here. Kathy Hochul, Charlie Crist, Joe Biden. They're all trying to make people in the center feel guilty or bad about voting for Republicans. And the craziest thing is that they're doing it by labeling us MAGA Republicans. MAGA literally means make America great again. Make America great again. They're trying to tell you that a party full of people who run around saying, let's make America great again is bad. Like that's a bad philosophy. That's a bad idea. Make America great again. What's wrong with you? We don't want any part of that. We like America to be horrible. That's why we're here. That's if America weren't horrible, then uh, we'd have nothing to do. We wouldn't even know what to do with our lives. People want to make America great again. We, we can't do that. We got to stop them. So we're going to go out and tell everybody these make America great again, people, these people that want this to be the greatest country in the earth, they're, they're semi-fascists. Okay. I mean, it's better than being a full blown fascist, like, like Joe Biden, like Bernie Sanders, like Elizabeth Warren, like, um, like, uh, Kathy Hochul. It's better to be a semi-fascist than a full blown fascist. Like, um, like the DOJ, Merrick Garland, the FBI, who are trying to use their power, their political power to stifle their political opponents and, and put people that disagree with them in jail for no reason. That's fascism. And, uh, and that's, you know, that's what Joe Biden that's what Joe Biden doesn't want you to know. But it's a weird, it's a weird system. You know, politics is a business. It's an industry, especially for the Democrats. These Democrats, they go to Washington, D.C., and they want, that's it, man. They go there as a job. They go there as a way to make money. They're like, I'm going to get rich. Should I start a company? Nah, that's too much work. Should I go to Hollywood and be an actor? Nah, you know, I'm, I'm kind of good looking, but not that good looking. You know what? I know I'll go to Washington, D.C. and become rich that way. I'll spend my life in the Senate or the Congress, like decades and decades, and I'll milk all the special interests and I'll sell my uh, my power and my influence and, and I'll, and I'll trade whatever kind of, um, access I have to the highest offices of government, whether it's the vice presidency or hell, even the presidency, I'll sell all that to the highest bidder, even if it's a, a communist dictator or a, an unsworn enemy of the United States who is going to, um, you know, who's going to use the information against us. Doesn't matter. Millions of bucks in my pocket. Let's go. Um, and so what they do is, as, you know, part of this industrial complex that the Democrats have built in the business of Washington, D.C., is the ability to get reelected. And much like most businesses, they they experiment until they find a system that works. And once they find a system that works, they just put it into place, you know, like like, uh, you know, Coca-Cola, for example, you know, they've found the secret recipe for Coca-Cola that people like. And so they've been making it now for hundreds of years. People still buy it. They messed around with it that one time. You know, everyone remembers New Coke, how bad that was a debacle. 
Once you find a system that works, you leave it in place and you don't touch it. Well, the problem with the Democrats is that their system isn't working. You know, their system didn't work in 2016 when Donald Trump won. Their system was, we're going to go out there. We're going to pretend like we know what we're doing. We're going to placate the African-Americans. We're going to placate Latinos. We're going to lie to them and say we have their best interests at heart. We're going to lie, tell lies about Republicans and that kind of thing. It didn't work in 2016. Nobody believed them. Nobody believed Hillary Clinton was the perfect choice to be president. Nobody, and you know, Barack Obama was a big part of that. He lied to so many people. He lied to so many black voters. He lied to so many Latino voters. He lied to women. He lied to everybody. And, uh, and that really, I think, hurt Hillary Clinton's chances in 2016. That's why Donald Trump was elected. In 2020, they looked around. They realized, you know what? We may not be able to win with this old system. So they tried something new. And we're still trying to get to the bottom of that system. Uh, you know what happened there. But now, moving forward, they realized that they have, to, they have to come up with something new. So this whole idea of spreading the wealth around, this whole idea, it's not enough. People are starting to see the, the, uh, the circumstances or the consequences of spreading the wealth around. Socialism does not work. You know, this is not a system that works. Joe Biden trying to buy votes by paying off your student loans does not work. You know, Joe Biden sending you checks in the mail does not work. Shutting you down for, for COVID does not work. The jobs don't come back. Uh, and so what they're realizing now is, hey, we need capitalism. We need we need conservatism. We need people to go out there and, and be inspired to work to make America great again. And the Democrats can't have that. So their new system is to just be smirch and be little Republicans and make you think that if you vote with Republicans, you will be an outlier and you won't. And that's why it's very important. You can see it already, too, with the polls. The other system that the Democrats use, which hasn't really worked for them lately, is manipulation of polls and media. And what you're going to start seeing now, and it started today, it started last week, but it's continuing today. You're going to start seeing the polls turn in favor of Joe Biden. You're going to start seeing the polls turn away from uh, the Republicans because they want people to believe that the Democrats have a chance. They want people to believe that the Democrats are winning. They want people to believe that Joe Biden is a good president and they want Republicans to stay home on on election day they need they need to get democrats out and they need to get republicans in so if they say hey look joe biden has a chance hey look the senate's up for grabs hey look the house of representatives is so close there's no in fact one of the headlines i read today was no longer a red tsunami it's a red puddle this is this is media manipulation and this is the manipulation of the polls every poll in the last several elections has been wrong because polls no longer measure what the American electorate actually believes and thinks and what their ideas are about the election and who they're going to vote for. It just it is used as a tool to try to propagandize the current candidates, especially the Democrats. They want you to think if you're a Democrat, look, we could we could win this, but we need your help. We're so close. Look at the polls. It's dead even. We're just slowly behind. We thought it was going to be a red tsunami. It's not, but we need you to get out there. And for the Republicans, they're going to they're going to say, look, you guys thought you had this all taken over. It's not going to happen. You might as well just stay home because your vote's not going to count. We're going to keep control of this whole country. And in a midterm election where there's no presidential uh, and, you know, no president on the ballot, it makes it a lot. It's all comes down to turnout. 
Who's going to turn out? Is it going to be the make America great again, MAGA Republicans who, you know, want to make America great again? Or is it going to be the Democrats, the exclusive Democrats who don't even want Republicans in their state, don't even want those filthy, nasty, semi-fascist Republicans even voting for them? Oh, horrible idea. Who's going to get more turnout? Uh, That's what's going to decide this election. So my advice to you, ignore every single poll you see, ignore every news story that you read and go out on November 8th and vote as many times as they'll let you vote. Oh, I'm sorry. That's the Democrats philosophy. I I forgot. That's the other side. That's their, that's their business strategy, their mission statement. Uh, Anyway, listen, we, we got a lot more to cover between now and November 8th. So make sure you're listening to this podcast er single day. Every single day, make sure you're listening. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you get it delivered directly to you. Make sure you're sending it out to at least one or two people who may be a little foggy about what's going on in politics. Send the link out to like two or three people and be like, hey, look, I know that you were, because this happens to everybody, right? You always have that friend who's like, oh, I was watching the news the other day and they said, you know, Biden, people like Biden again, or I was watching, sorry, I just, my chair just fell on me. I just just almost broke my foot. Or people are like, I was watching the news the other day and I saw this poll, Republicans are going to lose. And as soon as, as soon as one of my friends or my family members or anybody that I talk to, and I try not to talk to that many people, but as soon as they begin a sentence with, so I was watching the news the other day, I go, stop. And I pull out my phone and I send them a link to this podcast. And I say, stop watching the news. Listen to this. And uh, then I walk away and because I don't, I want them to be able to listen without, I don't want to see the look on their face when they're, you know, it doesn't matter, but that's something that's, that's very helpful. Um, and, and that's my advice to you coming forward. Listen to Mark K saves the Republic. Listen to the Mark K show, share it with as many people as you possibly can. And that way we can make America great again. And all the Democrats will just vomit in their mouths. Yeah. Yeah, make America great again. Yeah, that's a disgusting idea. <clears throat>